Seventh Figure Box Show. This is Andrew Frezza, joined by our coach here at Fifth Town Jupiter, Austin Bettigrew. And today we're going to be talking about high value skills for rock star coaches. And um, some of you guys may be new to this concept of high value skills. It's something I've seen like a lot of like entrepreneurs and gurus talk about. And I wanted to kind of bring this into uh, the coaching realm and the, the gym owner realm because I think a lot of times coaches are sort of grasping for like what's the thing I should focus on next what's the next piece of continuing education I should do you know what's the next certification I should get how can I make myself more valuable to my gym uh, more successful as a coach build my book of business and giving you guys a framework for thinking about this to make yourself more valuable. So we're going to kind of start like big picture, like real world, and then we're going to drill it down to more like the coaching specific and, and gym owner specific realm. So you guys can kind of see the juxtaposition of both. Um, so when we talk about high value skills, we're talking about something that you can like piece on to your current uh, ability level. And that now makes you more valuable in your position. Okay. So like an obvious one, anywhere would be like sales. If you have the ability to sell well, you become infinitely more valuable. Even if you're not selling the end product, like you might not be in a sales position at your company, but you need to sell the people around you about an idea that you have, or you need to sell um, your, your gym owner about why we need to go in this direction. Like sales is such an important skill to have and a lot of people shy away from it, but once you master it, um, it's really, really valuable. What are some other skills that you can think of, Austin, that you've seen in the real world? Yeah, I think I think they kind of go hand in hand, but I think the next one's like negotiation tactics, being you know, able to kind of you know um, win that sales process almost, if you want to count that as a win. Um, public speaking is huge, um, and really almost any realm you can go yep. into, the better speaker you are, the better chance you have of almost anything. Um, and then they kind of get more detailed depending on like what career, what path you decide to take. Um, but like a digital marketer, something yeah. like that, who can really niche down into something and help a company out. Yeah, if you have experience with social media, I mean that's extremely valuable. Where um, you know social media doesn't necessarily mean oh I have you know ten thousand followers. Mm -hmm. It's like okay I know how to use Canva and I know how to create really good images and I I have an idea of how to construct copy in a way that is engaging and fits with a brand and you know i just have i've done hundreds of posts like this so this is something in my arsenal that i feel is valuable it's something i enjoy and it's something i can piece on to what i do um, i think softwares is another big one for people where it's not it, you know softwares come and go so it's not like okay i master the software and it's going to necessarily be valuable for the next 30 40 years but um, you know, it's things like Microsoft Word and Microsoft Excel, Google Drive, using a calendar, um, using things like iMovie, WordPress for backend website stuff. If you're familiar with these softwares and you have the ability to navigate these things, not that these things can't be learned on the fly in a new position, but you, if you want to move in this direction, if this is an area that you're passionate about, learning and acquiring these skills make you infinitely more valuable. And, and rather than waiting for someone else to tell you to gain these skills, you can start to gain these skills on your own. Mm -hmm. um, cool. And then, and then there's things that are more vague. I think like things like leadership and management are a little bit more vague where it's like, yeah, I've managed a group of people. That would obviously be a, a good skill to have, but it's not as tangible. So really what we're talking about is these very tangible skills. And, and the one example I wanted to share is uh, my wife and I, we met working 
a sales job at Norwegian Cruise Line. And we did that for two years. It was, it was making 150 calls a day and we spent hours and hours on the phone talking to people. Um, and I recommend to anybody, if you have the opportunity to work in sales, even if it's not your ultimate goal, it's going to be invaluable for you for the rest of your life. But the unique thing that I wanted to share with you guys is my wife is actually multilingual. She speaks English, Spanish, and French. And when we were in this job, we were down in Fort Lauderdale, so right near Miami, there was no shortage of English speakers and there was no shortage of Spanish speakers, but there was a serious shortage of French uh, speakers at our job. She was, one, she was the only one there at one point, and then I think she was one of two or three at other times when we were there. And that meant that any time a uh, French lead came in or we had a ton of Canadians come in, French Canadians that only spoke French or French was their primary language, that lead went directly to her. So she got a lot more business. She got a lot more opportunities to make sales because of this valuable skill of having a secondary language. Okay, so I'm not telling you guys to run out and just learn a language because it's going to get you so much more. But I want you guys to see how tangible this can be because oftentimes we chase certifications. We're not really sure where it's going to lead and, and how it's going to help us. And I want you guys to have something that, that is going to help you in the future. So I was hoping, Austin, you could share I know you're doing a certification right now and kind of your thought process behind taking on this certification. Yeah, so um, this, this, well, first off, the certification I'm taking right now is called TPI. Um, it's Tireless Performance Institute. It's, it's basically like a um, more detailed look into like golf, um, but golf from like a fitness standpoint. Um, and yeah, the reason I took it on is because I feel like the clientele that I have right now, my individual clients, I wanted to be able to dig just a little bit deeper into solving their um, their problems or whatever they're working on currently that I wasn't 100% certain on um, beforehand. So I feel like I have a pretty good fitness background. I feel like I have a good base in, in movement and things like that and how to correct movement. But when you take it more a detailed approach into like a sport like golf, um, mostly a sport that until as of recently I hadn't even really played. I played baseball, which is kind of similar, you could say, with the rotation, but it's it's much different. Um, I had never really looked into it, so I just took this step for me to be more prepared for them and the potential issues and corrections I can make for them as an athlete to, of course, help their game, which is what they're paying me for in the first place. Yeah, and we're in this area of South Florida where we yeah. have such a prime um, – just market of golfers here and and what i like about you taking this on is number one you're super passionate about it and you're as as you told me it's like when you go home at night you're spending hours watching videos even prior to signing up to the certification it wasn't you didn't you didn't wait for the certification to ignite that passion that passion was there prior and then you already have clients that are paying you uh good money for either programming or personal training that you're working with that you want to be able to deliver more with them. And that brings up this other concept that I want to share with you guys, which is the concept of just-in-time information versus just-in-case information. And I see a lot of coaches out there, I'm guilty of this as well from more of the, the gym owner, business owner side of things. We, we try to gain knowledge just in case we might need it in the future, rather than looking at what are the problems that I'm facing right in this moment today every single day that I need help solving. And let me do a certification, continuing education, work with a coach that's gonna help me break through this problem that I'm facing every single day today. 
And a lot of times when, when people are you know, looking at going back to school, going to get a master's degree, um, going to get like a level two or a level three or an Olympic weightlifting certification, I feel like so many times those things are just, I wanna do this just in case I might need it, or I might wanna just, you know, I wanna have this skill set. And it's not bad when you're brand new to get some of those things under your belt and get kind of like a liberal arts education. But once you have that liberal arts education established, you need to be more specific and targeted with what you want to take on. Yeah, and I think another way to look at this, at least for me, from my perspective, was I can add, I can bring value to them, and I feel like I was bringing value to them. But the reason I took the certification or signed up for the certification in the first place was, can I add more value to them? And I mean, we've done a lot of sales podcasts on here and talked about it, but like, if you can add more value, the chances of you guys getting another client from that client definitely increases if they're getting better results. And um, I felt like I was giving them a good product, but I just, I in the back of my head, I feel like I could be doing more, I could be doing better. So that's when I started really digging into the subject of uh, golf in particular for me. And then, which led me to the TPI certification because I, I just thought I could increase um, the value I was giving them. Yeah. So what I would encourage you guys to do, um, and I'm kind of thinking about the coaches out there, is think about what are the problems you're facing every single day. So um, I think a lot of coaches out there are trying to build a book of business, right? So is it that, okay, I feel like I'm a pretty good group class coach, but I feel like my relation the relationships are fairly surface level. Like I don't really have a lot of sales conversations or what I would consider sales conversations and I don't really know like that much about my clients. I don't know their deeper why of why they're here. I don't know what they're struggling with. So maybe the skill that you need to work on is like, I need to work on relationship building mm -hmm. and conversations and asking better questions and being more curious. It could be as simple as that. Or maybe you're someone who's like, I'm having good conversations. I'm getting people, I'm even getting them into sales conversations and movement assessments, but I'm not closing. I'm not able to actually get clients and ask what I'm worth, and I really need to work on the sales aspect of it. I need to get some sales training in, I need to work on um, you know, a sales process, and I need to work on confidence and asking for money and, and delivering the sale. So you know, break down where you are in this process and, and, and think about where is the missing link that's gonna get you to the next level. I think that's what I had to do personally as a coach too, was kind of sit back and like you said, break yourself down essentially like, where are you strong at and then where are you weak at? And for me, the biggest thing and a reason I like doing these podcasts in general is I feel like I struggle with speaking what, I, what I'm thinking. It, it's hard, you, you have a million words going through your head at once and then you try to say it and it doesn't come out right. Mm -hmm. So like for us as a group, uh, as a group, we took on vocabulary, which I think was huge. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily like to help you say the words, but to form them in a way that has more meaning and more impact when you actually do say them. I think that was huge. The next one I think I, I went to was um, the Active Life sales course. I did the yeah. immersion things like that, which was fantastic, but the two-day sales, was it two days? Like a day or two-day sales course we did yeah. with them was... Um, well, that, that's all online now. Anybody all, yeah. can take that online. I think it's been even free at times or like 99 bucks. So if you need help with sales, that's probably the place that I would go is, I think they, they call it the ethical sales course. That they have but all of active life stuff is great. yeah it just it just made a huge impact because it kind of took something that's it's it's tough to talk about because 
we want to be these great people and as a as a coach and you're not trying to rip people off and they, they really break it down and realize like you're not ripping anyone off you're helping someone yeah. um, and for me that was a really big connection and then I can plug the Rockstar coaching course because mm-hmm. I can definitely say that helped with our relationship building or my relationship building with um, some of the athletes but if I had to give three big ones when I broke myself down um, that would be it and it was all things that I feel like as, as a coach you would typically look over you know as a coach beforehand I would do things like Olympic weightlifting certs I think I have like four at this point it's like there wasn't one cert that I learned something different than the other cert yeah it was essentially can I stack these certifications to, to look better but which client comes to you because you have four Olympic lifting certs like maybe one in a million and yeah it's I mean so far zero for me so um right unless, unless you're going to truly specialize in that exactly. and that's and you're just like shoot I don't know enough about weightlifting program design and you know, I'm, I'm, I have all these athletes that I'm already working with and I'm just not able to, when they have these subtle mistakes, I'm not able to find that cue and thing that's going to help them. You know? which, is, which is funny because for me at the time, that was already my strongest thing. Like right. teaching and cueing and correcting Olympic weightlifting, I would say is like one of my stronger, stronger things. But then I'm leaving things like communication and, you know, public speaking and relationship building to the wayside, which is the bigger part of all of this. So I think just breaking yourself down, finding your weaknesses, and then kind of moving towards those um, is kind of the way yeah. you should move. One other thing that just popped in my head is that it has to be, what makes it valuable is not that it's valuable to you, it's valuable to your client. Mm-hmm. So what makes you working with your current clients, what makes golf valuable and you learning about golf is that these guys are so passionate about yeah. golf. These are not just casual golfers. I mean, they're casual in the sense that they're not professionals, but like, it's, it's not a casual part of their life. It's something that they value very much. Mm-hmm. And they come in here to the gym to be better at that thing. And I think what I've seen, you brought up the Olympic weightlifting, I think a lot of times coaches are like, why don't, I'm not helping people in the Olympic lifts to the degree that I wanna be able to help them, so I wanna get better at it. And that's good, but does that client actually value getting better at the Olympic lifts the way you value it? Yeah. And it's, it's really important to make that distinction of like, I'm getting the stuff that they value the most, not just something that I am passionate about and excited to learn about. And I don't think it's, it's an easy thing to do because I think it takes a little bit of maturity as a coach because, I mean, Olympic weightlifting is fun and, and I was so head over heels about it, but I was head over heels about it. Like, it didn't help anyone else except me feel cool that I did it. Um, whereas, you know, getting these certifications is more about like, can I deliver a better product, a better experience to the people I'm actually you know, working with. Yeah. Um, another thing I wanna to bring to the table is like thinking about stuff that you may wanna do as instead of thinking about the result of what you wanna create, thinking about the, uh, the learning you want to create. So like this podcast for me, one of the underlying benefits that I always knew would come is the ability to sharpen the skill of communication and being on camera and um, you know, refining my uh, thoughts and ideas, getting cl- clarity, improving my writing skills. Like that's really the sub goal of the podcast. Even though you know the goal is to help coaches and gym owners be better. So when you guys approach things like social media, or you want to start shooting more videos, and just like maybe you're just doing movement tips for the gym, don't be so focused on the result. Focus on the actual sharpening and learning of that skill because that's something that, again, becomes, it becomes like 
you know, once you learn to ride a bike, you never forget it. You might, it might not be always as sharp as it needs to be at any given moment, but it's always a skill you can come back to and, and count on in your arsenal. Nice. Well, I think that's all I really want to talk about. Is there anything else that you wanted to add on this? I don't think so. Okay, cool. Well, thank you guys for joining. If you want to see Austin on here more, I enjoy having him on here as a, a second person. Um, shoot us a message, andrew at fittown.com or austin at fittown.com. And if you want to come learn with us, um, we do have that immersion coming up. We have a date added in uh, April now. So if you guys want to come spend a few days with us and, and see the ins and outs of how we run in the gym and learn from us firsthand and get really your one individual questions troubleshooted and get a plan for those, um, head over to sevenfigurebox.com slash immersion. And we'll see you guys on the next one.